In the departure area of the terminal, Akeem finally stood up to leave, but before doing so, he slid the folded newspaper with its deadly explosive device inside it a few inches closer to the seat of the dark-haired guy next to him, who was finishing his candy bar. Akeem walked casually away, down the terminal. On board Air Israel Flight 169, the stewardesses were now closing the doors on the large jet, and the passengers were settling down for the long flight to Jerusalem. Down below, among the baggage conveyors that were delivering the final bags on pre-programmed conveyors to each gate, the dark-haired guy looked round furtively before quickly unzipping a passing pre-checked bag, removing the explosive device from the newspaper in his hand, its green light showing, and slipped it into the bag before re-zipping it. The bag continued on its way along the conveyor under a gate with Air Israel written on a sign above it, and within minutes, the checked bag was on its way into the hold of Air Israel Flight 169. After taxiing in line, behind other departing jets, the Air Israel jet finally made it to its takeoff slot at the end of the main runway. The giant engines roared as it quickly accelerated up into the spectacular California sunset before it headed east over the San Bernardino Mountains. Seconds later, a blinding explosion tore the huge aircraft apart as it blew up in the air with burning debris scattering into the golden sky, raining down onto the unsuspecting mountains below. Back in LAX control tower, there was immediate panic as the traffic controller escorting the flight on its way suddenly lost contact with Flight 169, and in the clear desert sky in the distance, he could now see the massive fireball as it descended to the mountains below. He grabbed the communications microphone to his boss. Mayday! Mayday! Aerial explosion on Flight 169! He screamed. From that second onward, the whole airport descended into a state of total chaos. Airport police, TSA, and the local police were all called in immediately, and the FBI in L.A., together with Nick Peters and the CTCIB unit, were already on the way within minutes. In the midst of the mayhem, the guy with the dark hair, his uniform and hard hat now removed, mingled with the crowds exiting the terminal. Family members who were still in the terminal when they heard the news were screaming in anguish. They were already on their cell phones, weeping and screaming, as the magnitude of what had just happened started to sink in to a shocked America. CNN were already in the hunt, and like in all major catastrophes, the media giants were rushing their billboard reporters to LAX, each looking for a better video bite than the competition, as the world was learning the sad news. In a quiet hotel room in L.A., the CNN broadcast was running with the air disaster story, and two men were watching the transmission. They were Akeem and the dark-haired guy from the terminal. They looked on and raised their glasses in a silent toast. The dark-haired guy clicked open his phone and dialed a number. A faint voice answered. Yes? The dark-haired guy whispered. It's done. Before he clicked the phone off.